welcome to Season 3 of Dragonfly Tales, a story podcast with me, Emily, and Leo. Hello. And each episode will tell you a story from around the world and give you some fun things to do at home. Welcome Welcome back, everybody. We're back. We're back. We are so back. We're back, we're back, we're back. We hope you've all had an amazing summer. We missed you all. How was your summer, Leo? Well, it was too short. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I had so much fun. Oh, like what? I went camping, swung on tree swings, went down mudslides, hung out with my friends, Mm. had barbecues Mm. and went to a story festival. Oh, that was great fun, wasn't it? And what else? And on the last day of the holiday, I went to an enormous amusement park and went on a gigantic roller coaster. Ooh, yeah, that was great. Were you scared? Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cool, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was amazing. Now, are you glad to be back at school? Yes and no. Oh, okay. Why? Well, I'm really glad to see all my classmates here and we're doing some really interesting topics this year, like World War Two. But I don't like getting up in the mornings. Oh, believe me, neither do I. It's actually more painful for me than it is for you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, are you glad the podcast is back? Oh, yes. And we have some amazing things for you in Season 3 and some great guest tellers too. We have, and we've really, really missed you all. And it seems that you've missed us. Yeah, we have tons and tons of shout-outs to give. Now, don't worry if you don't hear your name this episode. We had so many, we've had to split them up. We write them all down, so you'll be sure to get a shout-out in one of our next episodes. We promise you. Okay, so here come the first shout-outs of Season 3. Who have we got this week, Leo? Firstly, we have a shout-out to Caitlin and her mum, Morag, from Newington Green. Hi, folks. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening. Here's a shout-out to Olive, who is seven, and Remy, who is two, in Highbury. Hi, Olive. Hi, Olive. Hi, Remy. Hi, Remy. Thanks for listening. And here's a shout-out for Journey May, who is six, and Jaron, who is 11. And they're in the Mid-South USA. Oh, howdy, folks. Howdy. Thanks for for listening. listening. And finally, we have a massive shout-out to our fellow campers and superfans, Mutronius, Zizel and DJK. That's right, Banana Crusher. You know who you are, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Oh, amazing. And remember, if you would like a shout out, you can either let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us, talesfromthedragonfly at gmail.com and I'll put all the details in the show notes. So, Emily, what's our first story of season three? Well, Leo, our first story is an old Turkish tale, but there are many variations. At the end of this story... I'm going to ask you and the listeners to choose between three amazing objects. And we won't tell the listeners the ending until next episode. What? Why? Because I want everyone to choose their object and vote for it. 
So slightly like Daniel Morden's story. A bit like that. I'll put a special poll in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group so you can all vote for the object of your choice. This sounds really mysterious. Do you want to hear the story? Definitely. So how do you think we should start? Well, it's been a while, so I think we should start with the classic. Once upon a time. Excellent. Once upon a time, there lived a rich and mighty sultan. That's a king, isn't it? Yeah. He had the most beautiful palace, rooms full of treasure, hundreds of servants and gardens filled with fragrant flowers and tinkling fountains. That sounds beautiful. But the sultan was desperately unhappy. His only daughter whom he loved more than anything in the world, was dying. Oh, no! She lay on her bed, pale as milk, hardly breathing at all. The sultan spoke with all his advisers, but they could not help the princess. He called for the finest doctors in the kingdom, but they could not tell him why she was dying. So he summoned all the wise women and wise men, but none could find a cure for the poor princess. And so the sultan held her cold hand and wept at her side. If only, he said, if only someone could save her, I would give half my kingdom to see her well again. In another kingdom lived three brothers, and one day they decided it was time to explore the big wide world. The big wide world! (laughs) So they set off together on their voyage, walking across the sun-drenched land by day and sleeping under the canopy of stars by night. And one day they came to a place where the road split into three parts. Let me guess, they're each going to take a different path. Absolutely. I know, said the oldest brother. Let's each take a different path. Told you. Yes, you're very clever. And see who can find the most interesting, most amazing object. And we'll all meet back here in three days. What is it with threes in this story? Good question. The other brothers agreed. The oldest one took the path that led to the west. He walked and he walked and he walked. Can you say that with me? He He walked walked and he walked and he walked. A bit more. He He walked and he walked and he walked until he heard the sound of voices and music and animals up ahead. There, at the edge of the town, was a huge bazaar. That's a marketplace. It is. Oh, the sights and smells and sounds were all around the brother. People bustling here and there, tents billowing in the wind, jugglers and fire eaters performing for the crowds, food sizzling, merchants haggling, market stalls everywhere selling all kinds of wonderful things. This place sounds amazing. I wish I brought my wallet. Ha, said the old brother. 
Perhaps I can find myself a wonderfully strange and unusual object here to impress my two brothers. Hmm, let's see. The oldest brother began to search around the bazaar for something wonderful. What do you think he found at the first stall, Leo? A shrunken head in a jar. Oh, that's disgusting. No, 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 not that. Um, Okay, on to the next stall. What do you think he found there? A cute little monkey in a cage. Oh, why is the monkey in a cage? I don't know. Oh, apparently it bites. No, 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 we're not having that. Um, Okay, on to the next stall. What did the brother find there? A rubber chicken. Oh, Leo. No, three rubber chickens. Oh, there we are with the number three. No, he's got far too many rubber chickens. He looked and he looked and he looked and as the sun began to set, the sellers began to pack up their wares and they left. The market was over. Only one seller remained, packing away his trinkets into an old lacquered chest. Wait, what, what, what's that, please? said the oldest brother. There was something shiny in the chest. A long metal tube with a huge crystal in one end. Looked a bit like a giant lens. A telescope. A telescope. Would you care to look through, sir? said the seller. When the brother held the telescope up to his eye, it sparkled with a kaleidoscope of colours and shapes. How beautiful! And then he saw something else. Wait, that's... that's my brother! I I can see my youngest brother walking towards the city. Oh, yes. This is no ordinary lens. It is magic. It can see far and wide things others cannot. A magic telescope? Well, I I must have it, please. How much is it? Alas, it is not for sale. Not for sale? Uh, No, um, I'll give you uh, five gold coins for it. No. Uh, Ten gold coins. It is not for sale. Uh, uh, Fifty gold coins. No, 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 no. Um, one hundred gold coins. Compelling, but no. Five hundred gold coins. I told... Uh, fine, this is yours for five hundred gold coins. Oh, thank you very much. The brother took the magic telescope and headed back along the path to meet his brothers. Meanwhile... Wait, hang on, can I say that? Go on, then. Meanwhile... The second brother had taken the east path. He walked and he walked and he walked until he came to a little village. Sheep and goats grazed here and there. White sheets of laundry fluttered on washing lines. And old men snoozed in the shade. Across the square... The brother saw a little shop with rugs and mats of many colours hanging outside. Inside there were even more hanging rugs with the most beautiful patterns. Some had shapes embroidered, others swirls, some had pictures of castles and buildings, others had things from nature, flowers, vines, all woven so delicately. These are beautiful, said the second brother. So they are, 
said a voice from amongst the carpets. The weaver was sat at his wooden loom, weaving his next creation. These carpets and rugs are more than furniture. They are art, like paintings. Well, said the brother, I'm looking for something very special. I mean, really special. I have something unique. And the weaver disappeared through the waving rugs and came back with a rolled up carpet under his arm. This is very special indeed. He unrolled the carpet, which sparkled with gold-embroidered roses, indigo-blue squares and deep red swirls. Oh, it is so beautiful, said the second brother. But that is not all. Please have a seat on the carpet. And as the second brother sat down on the soft carpet, it began to twitch. Wait, what? It began to ripple. And then it rose off of the ground and floated in the air. A magic carpet. The weaver said, This carpet can fly anywhere in the world as fast as the wind. But I'm afraid it's not for sale. What? Oh, please, I I, I must have it. I'll give you a hundred gold coins for it. What? No! Uh, Two hundred gold coins. Are you kidding me? No! Uh, uh, Five hundred gold coins? This is a magic carpet. A, A thousand gold coins! I'm telling you! All right, all right. One thousand gold coins it is. Thank you very much for buying. Thank you. The brother rolled up the magic carpet, put it under his arm and headed back to show his brothers his most wondrous object. Meanwhile... Sorry. Meanwhile... (laughs) Meanwhile, the youngest brother had taken the path to the north. He walked and he walked and he walked. And he walked and he walked and he walked. Do it with me. He walked Walked and he walked and he walked. He walked and he walked and he walked until he found himself at the gates of a great city. The turrets of a beautiful palace could be seen in the distance. The Sultan's Palace. Maybe. There were hundreds of people trying to enter the city gates and they were all pushing and shouting and waving bottles and strange plants and books and shouting at the guards. I can save her! Please, I have the cure! This plant can cure her, I'm telling you! The book contains a remedy, let me try! She will survive if you let me in! Let me in, I can help! No, let me in! What's happening? said the youngest brother to a guard. They're trying to see the sultan's daughter. What's the matter with her? Don't ask me, mate. I'm just a guard. The people were so busy trying to get in the city gates, they didn't notice a poor beggar woman huddled by the wall. They tripped over her and kicked the basket of fruit she was trying to sell so that all the fruit fell out and went rolling around in the dust and the dirt. That's not very nice at all. The youngest brother felt so sorry for the poor woman that he helped her pick up all the fruit and put it back in her basket. Thank you. 
For your kindness, I wish you to have a special gift from me. And from inside her tattered rags, she took out a lemon. What? <laughs> no, no, this is no ordinary fruit. The juice of this lemon can cure any sickness on earth. The brother said thank you to the woman, took the lemon and made his way back to his brother's. But did he really believe it was a magic lemon? Guess we'll have to wait and see. At the point where the path split, the three brothers met. The oldest proudly held out his telescope. It can see far and wide, see things others cannot. Ooh. The second unrolled the magic carpet and made it hover. You see? It can fly anywhere as fast as the wind. Ah. The youngest brother hesitated. Come on, come on, what have you got? And he held out his object. A lemon? <laughs> What's so magical about a lemon, I ask you? No, no, said the youngest brother. You see, the, the lemon is magic too. Its juice can cure any illness. The, the old woman promised. Are you sure, said the oldest brother. It looks a lot like a normal lemon to me. I mean, my telescope, on the other hand, all I have to do is look through it and... He held it up to his eye. Wait, who's that? I can, I can see someone. It looks like a girl. A, a, a very rich girl. The second brother snatched the telescope to look. Let me see. Yes, it's a, it's a princess. Oh, she doesn't look very well at all. The youngest brother said, Oh dear, I wonder if this is the sultan's daughter. She must be dying. Maybe we can save her. I, I know where the palace is, but it took so long to get there. She may die before we arrive. The magic carpet. Oh, yes. We can fly anywhere in the world as fast as the wind. The brothers sat on the beautiful carpet as it lifted up, up, up into the sky and zoomed through the air over sand dunes and treetops, towns and villages, right over the city gates and landed in the beautiful palace gardens right in front of of the Sultan. The Sultan was astonished. Who are you? Where have you come from? How did you do that? Please, O oh great Sultan, said the youngest brother, we, we believe we can cure your daughter. You must allow us to see her. There isn't much time. The Sultan was so desperate that he agreed to let the brothers enter her chamber. And there she lay, deathly pale, hardly breathing at all. The youngest brother took the lemon, rolled it between his hands to soften it. He took a knife and cut the lemon in half. I guess we'll see now if the old woman was right. The youngest brother squeezed one half of the juice onto the princess's lips and waited. Everyone held their breath. Moments later, the princess's eyelashes began to twitch. Her lips 
began to move. Huh? She opened them and took a deep breath. I think she's going to survive. <sighs> Immediately, the younger brother squeezed the other half of the lemon, letting the magic juice fall onto the princess's lips. She swallowed and the colour rushed back to her cheeks. She slowly opened her eyes and sat up in bed. Oh, father, was I asleep long? The sultan was overjoyed. He embraced his daughter, weeping tears of happiness. It is a miracle. You are well again, and these three young men have saved you. But to the one whose gift to you was the greatest, I will give half my kingdom when I die, to rule with you as an equal. Tell me, daughter, you choose. Whose gift is the greatest? The oldest brother held up his beautiful telescope. See, princess, without this, we would never have seen you. We can look through it now and again and again and find many adventures together. The second brother spoke next. Ah, but princess, without my magic carpet, we would never have reached you in time. Come, fly with me to anywhere in the world as fast as the wind. The youngest brother looked at the two shriveled pieces of lemon, squashed and turning slightly brown now. Their magic was gone, all used up. Come, daughter, whose gift do you choose? Who should I reward? And who do you think gave the greatest gift? The, the End, end. What do you think, Leo? Hmm, quite tricky. I know, it is, isn't it? Well, the telescope saw her and that saved her life. True. But the magic carpet got all three to her, so that saved her life. Yeah, and really quickly as well. And what about the lemon? The lemon physically saved her life with its magic. Um, can I choose all three? Nope. Okay, I guess I'll have to think about the brothers then. Aha! I've made my decision. Oh, but don't tell me. I want you to vote for your object in the Facebook group. And I'd like the listeners to vote too. Does that sound like fun? Yeah. So I'm going to create a poll with the magic carpet, the telescope and the lemon. And I want you and the listeners to go over and vote for the object that you think is the greatest gift. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good to me. So that's it for our first episode of Season 3 of Dragonfly Tales. Thanks to all of our fans for joining us again. You folks are the best. And if you are enjoying our podcast, then please, please leave us a review. And if you can, make a little donation on the website to keep us going. And thank, thank you, you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leo. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, magic gifts to see, fly and heal. 
Which one would you choose for real? Bye! Dragonfly Tales podcast is brought to you by Tales from the Dragonfly. Come and follow our Facebook page, Tales from the Dragonfly. Find us on Instagram, at mdragontales, and on Twitter, at Tales from the DR1. Don't ask my... No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>